Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to our good news segment. And let me just tell you something. I have heard and have used Massage Envy for as long as I can remember living in Seattle. Right now, before Seattle, where I live, self-care was not at the top of your list. I just want to tell everybody. But when I moved to the Seattle area, there was a whole new way of being here. And one of the first organizations that I was introduced to and The genius that I'm about to introduce you to, Beth, Beth Stiller, joining me here today. Beth is the CEO of Massage Envy. We are here with a message that has never been more important than what it is now. Here it is. End of the conversation is this. Are you ready to learn about what the importance of self-care is and routine? Beth, come on. Tell me about this. You and I both know that we have got to really talk about this now because you know why? We have just not been doing it very well, have we? No, it's true. I mean, it's it's a pleasure to be with you, Dr. Pat, and, and to talk about something that I feel so passionately about. Um, we're not putting ourselves at the top of the list. Um, you know, self-care cannot be thought of as selfish. Putting yourself at the top of your list and taking care of yourself so you can just go about your business and do all of the other things in your life um, better, more well-equipped and ready to take them on is really important. And I think um, finding ways to create a self-care routine that you can stick to is really important. And my hope is massage envy can be one of those places where um, you find that partnership and we can help you get on that journey. Now, I want to make sure everybody knows the website because I don't like to wait to the end of this. I want to tell them where they can go right now. They can go to massageenvy.com, correct? That's right. Yep. You'll find everything you need there about all the types of services and locations. There's 1,100 locations across the uh, across the country. So I'm so glad that you found one in Seattle. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's really about accessibility and, yep. and value and affordability, right? Making sure that it's not, it's not out of reach for people. And that's, again, what we hope that we've done. Yeah, I want to talk to you about this. And I want to get to this because, you know, when we hear something like massage envy there, you know, you all have expanded to be much more than that. Let's talk about the rituals Mm -hmm. um, and what I like to call it the rituals of body work. Can you talk about that? And would you tell our audience here, what can they look forward to? What might be a ritual they can engage in? Right. I think every, every person and every body is different. And so that's the, the joy of committing to taking care of your body with massage envy as your partner is a membership allows you to come in and decide whether you want to have a stretch that month or a massage or a skincare service, because let's face it, your skin is your largest organ and making sure that you understand your skin, 
meeting with a professional esthetician who can help understand what's unique about your skin and what your skin needs, which is different than the next person, is really important. And the same holds true with massage and stretch, making sure that you're working with a qualified, um, dependable, trustworthy service provider, licensed service provider who can customize body care to fit your needs is really, really important because one size does not fit all. And so that customization uh, is really, really important. So I want to congratulate you, Beth, right out of the gate. First female CEO of Massage Envy. Somebody told me the other day, I don't pay attention to what people generally tell me. They told me I was the only female broadcast owner. And I said, that can't be possible. So I got to fact check it. But congratulations on this for you. Um, As you sit here as CEO of Massage Envy, I want to know from you right now, what are you most excited to share with our our folks today? I know you all have innovated. I know you've changed some things. You know, let's bring it to people today on what we could all get excited about from your perspective. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what the brand has done over the last 20 years. We've, we celebrated our 20th anniversary this year and also celebrated having delivered 200 million massages, stretches, and skincare services over those 20 years. I am most excited and proud of having made massage accessible, democratized it, made it something that people can build into their everyday routine. It is no longer and should no longer be perceived as you know, a luxury or pampering, it really is therapeutic and an important part of people's self-care routine. And and I'm excited to to see how much people are committing to the the health of their skin. Our skincare business has grown significantly in the last few years. And I think people have really taken time over the last two or three years to think differently about how they take care of themselves and their skin. And we're seeing it in our locations every day. The demand for skincare and massage has never been greater. And so I'd like to think that we played a little bit of a part in that by, by making it accessible, affordable, and dependable for people. Um, look, thank you for sharing that. But I also want you to comment on something I learned on my journey to appreciate massage. Not only did I understand how great I feel after, but having several injuries, sports injuries and otherwise, I also got to understand the science of it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, massage is as ancient as I could even remember. I mean, think about it, right? I mean, this is something when you go back and you look at some of the scriptures and even the hieroglyphs, we're seeing mm-hmm. how far back this dates. What do you think on that? Yeah, I think it, it's amazing how body work has really been around since the beginning of time, frankly, because, you know, I think from the moment we start using our bodies when we're little to, you know, the moment we finish, um, we need to make sure that we're taking care of them. And the aches and pains are not unique to this generation or this time. They've been around for hundreds and thousands of years, frankly. And so massage has, has been around forever. And I think making sure that people understand the benefits, the value, and making sure it's accessible is important. And it's amazing to to sit in in some of these locations and chat with um, therapists who are so deeply committed to the physical well-being of the clients that they serve and the mental well-being of the clients that they serve. I think that's that's the wonderful thing about massage that sometimes gets overlooked is that mind-body connection um, and taking care of your body, unplugging for an hour and really 
focusing on taking care of yourself, the carry on effects that has to your mental well-being, yeah. I think can't be overlooked either. Now, I got to talk in the minutes we have left. I got to go beyond massage a little bit. I want to talk about stretch and I want to talk about facials because, you know, what we're talking about here is helping people enter the wellness arena of feeling better, relieving tension. What do you think? Yeah, it's there. There really is not a one size fits all. And so, um, you know, assisted stretching is really important. So if you talk about an athlete or a runner or somebody who's exercising and, and has all those aches and pains, having an assisted stretch and having a professional help you um, to take care of your muscles after you exercise or in preparation for exercise, I think is really, really important. Um, and it's a service that we've been offering for a number of years now and, and is, I think, a really good complement to massage. And then, of course, skincare, whether it be a, a, a facial or an advanced service like a chemical peel or microderm infusion or a nourishing light LED um, treatment, all of these things can be put together to be part of your commitment to taking care of yourself. And, and the experts at the Massage Envy location near you will help you understand what's best for you um, yeah. because it has to fit you. It has to be customized for you. Yeah, I love this. I want to make sure all of you, um, if you're just wondering, you know, Beth and I are talking about MassageEnvy.com, MassageEnvy.com. You nailed it. I mean, I was in a tournament a couple months ago. It was a two-day tournament. And, you, you know, I got to tell you, when I'm done, I, I, I wish there would have been, I wish Massage Envy <laughs> would have been down the block from where I was. But what you're talking about is whether you are an athlete or not, there is an element and a factor in here that just makes you feel better, right? Indeed, that's right. Taking care of your your, your muscles and your joints, thinking about movement and flexibility um, during your massage and then in between, right? It, it's, it's, it's not a one and done. This is a commitment to putting yourself at the top of the list of all the things you have to do to make sure that you're prioritizing taking care of yourself and massage, facial stretching. Those yeah. are, those are just three really important ways that I think you can build it into your, to your routine. I want to thank you so much for coming out here. We're actually going to be launching a self-care campaign shortly. Uh, last question. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with today? Thank you so much. Of course. And thank you for having me, Dr. Pat. I, I just want everyone to think about, um, about their self-care routine and realizing that putting themselves at the top of their list, list of self-care for self-care is not selfish. It's, it's when you're in better shape, when you feel better, you look better. Um, you will do all the things in your life with, with more energy and ability. And so um, let's take care of the bodies we have because they're the only ones we're going to get. Beth, I want to thank you so much. And I want to really congratulate you again on your success. Um, I hope we get to talk again. And thank you so much for taking the time to bring this out. Thank you very much. Um, thank let's you take a short that. break, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. 
Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our good news segment. You know, I am always amazed at what our friends at PETA are doing. PETA, well, let me just tell you, in case you don't know what PETA is or you don't know what they do, uh, this is an organization that I have known about probably since the day I started doing the show. This is People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. That's what PETA stands for. Today, we have somebody very important joining us here today. We have PETA Science Policy Advisor joining us here today. Uh, Shriwa Swaminantha is joining us here today. And what I want to say is this. If you have her position, what you are looking at, you're looking at who is out there that we need to be aware of, that they need to be aware that we are aware of them, and that we need to have a call to action. Today, this is what we're talking about. Did you all know? Did you know this? Did you know that the Navy was still using animals for some of their testing of decompression? In particular, they are using sheep. So here it's 2022. Ask yourself this. Why is the U.S. Navy still giving sheep the bends? Now, that's what I'm talking about. But it is cruel. The reason they're not doing it on humans is because it is cruel and unusual punishment. Um, (laughs) Welcome to the show. I mean, every time I talk to you all, I find out something that is so just mind blowing to me. I can't believe it's 2022. I can't believe we're still using it. And I also can't believe that we don't have another way of doing that. I mean, am I out of my mind or is this shocking? First off, thank you so much for having me and for um, explaining this issue and the importance of this issue. And we at PETA deeply um, appreciate such platforms where we can bring these issues into the public awareness. These are often overlooked, often not talked about. And yeah, thank you again for this platform. So let's start with the beginning and let's give people a little background. Uh, Because there are many people that are probably scratching their heads saying, no, like that can't be possible. You know what? So let's start with this. How long has this been going on? And bring us from there to where we are today, please. Yes. So as you said, the United States Navy is willfully torturing sheep and other animals. So it's not only sheep who are having to endure this horrific pain and these worthless experiments. For um, as you had also alluded to earlier, for these decompression experiments and decompression sickness is also called the bends, and it is a very painful condition um, that deep sea divers would experience when they rise quickly from the high pressures underwater to lower pressures at the surface. And it happens when bubbles of nitrogen gas forms in the blood, the muscles, and other organs, which can result in excruciating pain and even death. And the treatment for Benz hasn't changed for over 80 years. And still, the Navy is needlessly causing animals to die in horrific pain, while Naval members susceptible to the Benz are still missing out on effective treatment for this painful and sometimes lethal condition. 
Now, these experiments on animals have unfortunately been going on for decades. But earlier in 2010, PETA, along with Alliance for Animals, was able to petition and launch a campaign to successfully pull Navy's funding for these experiments at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. But recently, we've uncovered that such tests have since resumed and are ongoing. So we are leading the charge to urge the Navy to put an end to these archaic decompression sickness experiments once and for all, just like other successful navies like France and Britain have already done. Yeah. And I wanted to make that point. You know, it, it's it seems sometimes, oh, you're picking on the U.S. Nobody else has really made the change. But that's not true. You know, we do mm-hmm. have, like you said, the French Navy in the U.K. They're, you know, they are among the international agencies that have stopped using animals in this cruel decompression laboratories. And apparently they did it years ago. Right. Um, exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. So they have already done that. And yet the treatment for the vents has not changed in almost it's like 80 years. And so I I want to talk to the point of. I mean, I don't understand whether or not these these animals even survive. I don't really understand. But even if they don't survive, what they go through Mm -hmm. is painful. It is. It is very painful. And and they force um, these sensitive, intelligent living beings to the grueling experience of decompression sickness. And in one study, Navy experimenters forcibly induced this crippling joint pain, uh, bloating, which they actually treated by puncturing their stomachs to treat this bloating. Uh, They induced cardiovascular collapse. They caused spinal cord injury, which would leave these animals paralyzed and often dead. And I I do want to address that point you made that you don't understand if these animals make it out alive. The thing is, even those who somehow miraculously make it through all of these painful experiments that poke and prod into their bodies, they still end up being killed at the end of experimentation. So yes, at the end of the, this ordeal, nobody makes it out alive. None of these animals are making it out alive. There um, are another set of experiments where the Navy experimenters imprison mice and sheep in high pressure chambers. They inject them with an experimental substance and would later kill them. They implant devices into rats' brains and bodies to expose them to high pressures until they had seizures. They would expose parts of their brains to high oxygen concentrations and pressures, and then they would decapitate them. So these, yes, these experiments are cruel, they are painful, and they are as cruel and painful as they are worthless. And they are wasting our taxpayer dollars to fund this torture fest for animals. Now, you all, and I just went on your website and I just signed the petition. Uh, Please tell people. Thank you for doing that. Well, I wanted to do it here live because when they go to this website, they're going to see pictures and then they're going to see what we're about to talk about. Give them the direct way that they can participate and sign as well. What's the best website to give them? Yes. So 
folks listening who want to make their voices heard and help save these animals, please go to PETA.org forward slash Navy. And one of the great things about um, PETA's calls, uh, calls to action for our different campaigns that address the exploitation and killing of animals, we make it so easy for folks to take action. So here you will be able to directly contact um, top military brass and call on them, urge them to do the right thing and to put an end to these archaic, wasteful experiments on animals for decompression studies and embrace advanced, human-relevant, animal-free methods that are more likely to be beneficial to our naval members and serve um, the human species. So there really is no reason to torture and kill animals and waste our taxpayer money in doing so. So again, that's PETA.org forward slash Navy to take action and to help save animals. I want to bring this point up. Let's talk about this. You know, how aware uh, uh, is the Navy? And I'm going to refer to it as the Navy for the moment. How aware are they that these experiments really don't get them what they really need? And the reason I'm bringing this up, because it's been documented even by people, you know, in high positions in the Navy Medical Research Center that have acknowledged the limitations, correct? Yes, I'm very glad you brought that up because... This isn't only animal rights activists and people at PETA who are who are against these experiments on animals, but we also do have support from the former commander of the Naval Medical Research, uh, the Naval Medical Center, uh, Rear Admiral Marion Balsam, who has joined PETA in calling on the Secretary of the Navy, the current Secretary, Carlos Del Toro, to end these wasteful experiments on animals. And as you had mentioned earlier, the Naval Medical Research Center has publicly admitted that these experiments on animals do not accurately translate to humans. Expert, um, diving experts have also corroborated that the physiology and the experience of decompression in animals is different, is vastly different from humans. So by experimenting on animals, we are depriving those humans who are vulnerable and susceptible to the mm-hmm. bends to miss out on effective, reliable treatments when, in fact, there are advanced animal-free technologies like studies in human-derived cells, human clinical trials, and existing human diver data that provides a wealth of information that is, surprise, surprise, human-relevant. So, um, these, this information is going to help better study decompression sickness, predict symptoms, and assess risks to better assist our naval officers. And also, it will put our taxpayer money to good use if we were to embrace these advanced animal-free methods. Now, I want to give people an idea of what we're talking about. I just want to, mm-hmm. I just want people to listen for a minute. Just maybe even shut your eyes if you can imagine this. I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. So imagine now that you love animals. You don't even have to love them. You have a respect for them. You care for them. You understand their value. You understand their absolutely enormous ability to be in this world. Now imagine that animal is locked in a high pressure chamber. Imagine the sheep 
let's just say for simplicity, is exposed to a mm -hmm. significant amount of pressure equivalent to what a diver would experience at 257 feet below sea level. Now imagine that they're left there for over 30 minutes. Then now imagine, if you don't think that's enough, then imagine these sheep forced to decompress and endure severe DCS, crippling joint pains, bloating. You know, this is bloating, which was treated by stomach puncture. Okay, can you hear what I'm saying, y'all? Bloating treated by puncturing the stomach and cardiovascular collapse and spinal cord injury causing distress, paralysis, and frequently resulting in death. Now imagine how extremely painful this experience is. It is referred to as the bends. But when the bubbles of nitrogen gas form in the blood and the muscles and the organs, including the brain, then if that is not enough, then the sheep were injected with an experimental oxygen-carrying substance that failed to reduce mortality, killed, and dissected. That's the image I want you to hold. That's the image I want you to know that we're getting the message out of. That's the thing you have to ask yourself right after what we just talked about. Why do we continue this when there's another way? Let me ask you this question. Why do we continue yeah. this when there is another way? I mean, I'm sounding like I'm a broken record, like almost. Not at all, because actually that's the very same question that we are asking the Navy as well. Why? Why is there this unwillingness to evolve with the times, keep up with scientific advancements, keep up with international standards? Use this as an opportunity to set a precedent to other navies to embrace these human-relevant, human-based, animal-free advanced methods so that those who are serving in the Navy can get the treatments that they that they deserve. And our taxpayer money is not being funneled mm -hmm. towards torturing and killing animals. So that's it's it's a question that we need to keep on asking them. Do, and it's it's a question that is warranted. The public deserves to know why. And yeah. we have the power to keep urging them to do the right thing, to to stop wasting our money and actually put them towards effective treatments, effective human-based methods, better methods that are actually going to help people and not cause unimaginable suffering to animals whose lives are just dispensed like they mean nothing. They're just being viewed as mere equipment when in fact they are living, feeling beings who are sensitive, intelligent, and their lives carry their own inherent worth. And I, I really appreciate how, how beautifully you tied that into getting that message across to your listeners. Yeah, because I want to now jump to what we all know is the solution on the horizon for, I mean, it would be an understatement for me to say that we are advancing technology at such a rate that even the advances here in some of the studies here, the use of technology, machine learning, you know, there's so much here. I, I was watching a, a show on nanotechnology, which is a field I'm extremely interested in. But, you know, we are advancing technology at such an enormous rate. And don't you think 
that if we looked at this technology and these organizations shared this internationally, like you said, with France and like with the UK, I mean, mm-hmm. is technology and the advancements of machine learning technology, and, and I want to say other technology, you know, especially AI technology and simulation technology, is that a viable solution? Right. There are, like you um, really hit on a lot of very valuable points there with just the scale of our technological growth. And there are scientists, there are experts who are really leading the charge here in being able to integrate these approaches to, you know, to replace the use and exploitation and the killing of animals so that we can actually generate information that is more relevant to the symptoms that, that humans endure. And these meaningless archaic tests, again, they're not offering beneficial um, information that would help members of the Navy to, uh, who really do deserve the, the best treatment, the best, um, best cures, and the best support because they are susceptible to these conditions. It's not the mice, sheep, and rats who are serving in the Navy. It's humans who are serving in the Navy. And we've really got to, to support this kind of um, progress in, in, that, in that realm of, of integrating these animal-free methods and championing that as the default of how we conduct our experiments. Yeah, look, I know these are short interviews. And I, I, again, I am so honored that you have uh, agreed to talk with us about the work that you're doing at PETA. I just can't say enough for all of you, for your founder, for, you know, the relentless work that you do to really take on conversations that many people don't even know we need to have. Uh, again, um, I'd like two things, if you don't mind. Uh, one, thank you sure, for please. not only this interview, but thank you for your position and what you're doing in PETA. Thank so you. I haven't even talked about that. What's your person? <laughs> I didn't even, we don't even go there because this is just one thing you do. Uh, what, what's your personal message for us today? And please, again, give out the website and tell people how they can get involved. Yes. Absolutely. First, yes, just thank you to you and to the listeners who um, I'm sure want to do the right thing, are feeling very upset with the fact that animals are being tortured and killed, that their taxpayer money is funding this, and that we are really being held back as far as the technological and scientific advancements we can make by relying on these archaic animal methods. Um, it is very um, unfortunate that the public is misled and their trust on believing that using animals and science is going to help people. But the harsh reality of that is that is not the case. The science is clear. The scientific community has the data to show that this is not the case. In fact, the National Institutes of Health themselves, the leading funder of biomedical research, has stated that you know nearly 95% of treatments that pass animal studies fail in human trials. So the numbers speak for themselves that, that experimenting on animals is not the way to get effective um, treatment for humans. And if you want to take action here for the animals who are being tortured by Navy, by the Navy and experimenters at the Navy, please go to PETA.org forward slash Navy 
to take action. You can get in direct contact with top military leadership and urge them to put an end to their decompression experiments on animals once and for all. That's PETA.org forward slash Navy. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you. And I want to say to our listeners, please, lots of information there. Please go take a look. You'll hear about everything in more detail that we've talked about today. Please get involved. Take action if this is something that is in your heart. Thank you so much for you and all of you at PETA for what you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. It was a pleasure uh, talking to you. Oh, my God. And there's so much more, folks. Let's take a short break. Absolutely. You've been listening, but are you watching? Tune in to your favorite shows on the Transformation Talk Radio Facebook page. We stream live video podcasts every day. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is a good news segment. This is what we call it. But it's really more than a good news segment for us. I've got Kevin joining me here today. Kevin Kelly, Director of Cloud Career Training Programs at AWS Training and Certification. So here's what I want to do. I want to do a happy dance. And I want to acknowledge everybody over there for their, first of all, level of awareness to know that this is a career. And it's a valid career. And it's a viable career. And not only that... It is a financially paying well for you career, but it's a career only if you can get what you need to be successful at it. That's what we're going to talk about today, because what is happening here, as you'll hear from Kevin, technical education leader, 35 years developing software, cloud infrastructure. I can't even believe I'm saying that. AWS education program. We have got some news for you. Are you ready? for a career refresh, right? Thank you for joining me here, Kevin. This is so important. Thank you for having me on. Do you know, um, was a recruiter at a corporate 50 company, uh, have a corporate background, work with career people. Do you know that most people don't know that this is a career path? Yeah, that's a shame because there are a lot of really uh, in-demand roles in this cloud IT space that, that they could be taking. Yeah. And who doesn't want to have a career working in the AWS cloud? Let me ask you this. Um, what was the motivation for you personally and for your organization? What, what was in your heart? That's what I want to know. I want to know what was in your heart to say, wait a minute, we have got to create an outreach here. Yeah, uh, it, it really is. There is a cloud IT skills gap in the marketplace. And so there are a lot of jobs that are going unfilled. And these are good paying, oftentimes remote enabled jobs that could create some real great earning potential opportunities for people that can develop the skills to take those jobs, entry level and mid-career jobs. And so we designed a set of programs to help people, regardless of their starting point, whether they're completely new to the cloud or they have some IT experience and they want to refresh and reskill themselves on the cloud to gain access to the skills that are needed for those in-demand, good-paying, often remote-enabled jobs. So for those of you that are listening and you hear me keep 
Okay, I'm sorry. And you, I, I work for a company that the entire company, right, was based on acronyms. So I want to just tell everybody, AWS, This we're talking about Amazon, folks. This is what we're talking about. I just want everybody to know. There is a gap. It is a huge gap. And I want to get your perspective on this. Where I sit every day, we are on your platform. And first of all, the level of support we can get from uh, from Amazon, AWS, consulting partners, amazing. But, but teams are not aware. So let me ask you this question. How bad is the gap? And who can participate? Because people will opt themselves out when they hear an interview like this because they say, oh, they're never going to train me. Tell us about that. Yeah, the, the cloud IT skills gap is, is big. It's millions of, of unfilled roles, and it's getting bigger year over year. Uh, and so there's a real opportunity here for people that are interested in reskilling themselves. And the study that we did with Gallup indicates that the salary premium for people that have digital skills and cloud skills is 40 to 65% over people that don't. So it's good for them. It's good for the companies that are innovating on the cloud who are looking for that talent. And we believe that digital skills training and clouds training can positively impact people's lives. Uh, and that's why Amazon's investing yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars to provide that free cloud skills training to 29 million people by the end of 2025. And companies are looking for this talent. And we want to help create that talent. And these are companies like Airbnb, Netflix, Lyft, Disney Plus, companies we use every day uh, are looking for people with this skill set. I got to tell you, I'm not in that category, but I, but I will tell you, I'm looking. I mean, as a, as a, as first of all, the only positive television live streaming podcast company out there that we know of in the United States. There's another one in Belgium, but we're growing and we're going to go from one channel to 10 independent channels. This is the one area for me as a business owner. I wake up in the middle of the night. And I, I'm telling you, I get my phone out and I try to find my AWS contact. But what if we could have people on board in our staff that could even understand what the problem is, right? It, we're, so we're talking a range of skills here that people can have, right, Kevin? Uh, it, it is a range of skills. And it's um, from cloud computing fluency that's important for lots of kinds of roles and, and not just traditional you know, solutions architects, developers, programmers that we might normally think, but roles in marketing, finance, sales, operations, logistics, media, uh, they all need an, uh, to increase their digital and cloud computing fluency yeah. to operate with the tools that are in their environments today. Look, I want to go through and break down. Um, when I was in my recruiting job, oh boy, I had to ask <laughs> to answer some, some interesting questions. What I love about what you're doing, can I say the word free? May I say the word free? Uh, Not everything please. is free. Not everything is free. But you right here, free cloud. Tell me about what you've created. Let's get down into what you actually created. So when people are listening to this, they're going to get a sense of, man, I can do it. Yeah, we, we have quite a few uh, free programs for, for that initiative between now and 2025 to train 29 million people. Uh, we have more than 500 free digital on-demand courses through AWS Skill Builder. We also have hundreds of hours of self-paced training and learning paths with interactive labs through our AWS Educate portal. 
So really anyone with an internet connection can log in and start learning for free. We have some specialized programs like IT Skills for You, which is a new program that we've launched specifically designed to help Ukrainians around the world get access to free cloud computing skills training in their language uh, and career services support so that they can gain career opportunities, if, whether they're a refugee in Poland or they're still in the Ukraine. Uh, we have AWS Restart, which is a, a program uh, for creating entry-level cloud talent, completely free, cohort-based learning. And we have a AWS Restart Associate for mid-career IT professionals who want to reskill, upskill, retool themselves for the cloud. We also have skill centers on the east and west coast of the U.S. in Seattle and Arlington that provide a, a learning space where you can walk in five days a week and, and learn if you're there, but they also provide remote learning opportunities from those skill centers. So we really want to meet people where they are and provide training to anyone who wants to get access to the training. You know, I was so excited to talk to you for a lot of reasons. You know, <clears throat> you're, you're looking at somebody that barely graduated high school. So even for me to say AWS and have an idea of what that means just shows what people are capable of. But here's what I want to say. There is a website that you all have created where people can find out more. I love that you're talking about upskilling. I love that phrase. What is the best place people can go to take a look? There's so much here they can, they can learn from. Yeah, to get started on, on the programs we've talked about and, and more, you can go to aboutamazon.com forward slash 29 million, the word million. Yeah. And the two nine million, uh, we're talking about these, we're talking about job potentialities, right? Yeah. I mean, wow. we are training people, but we're training them for, for employment and to join us in the digital and cloud revolution. You know, from where you sit, you have a career in this. You you have seen the ups, the downs, the sideways. What are you most excited about where you sit today? I know you're doing so many of these interviews, Kevin. I know you are. But I know somewhere deep inside of you, you're, you're like doing a happy dance about what you know and want to share with people. Yeah, I think what excites me most is when we train people, give them the skills, and they then get that first job that they never imagined they could have in, in the IT and the cloud industry. It's life-changing for these individuals to, to get an in-demand, good-paying job that gives them uh, unlimited career trajectory and opportunity. Um, is the program available now for everyone? So let's just talk about this. And then there's a question I have when I said earlier about it's inclusive. You know, a lot of times, Kevin, when, when we hear about programs like this, it's for a certain age group or for certain you have to be in college or whatever it is. So let, let's just have a conversation about who can participate. Yeah, we have programs that are targeting younger learners, uh, 14 and up. We wow. have programs that are, that are helping higher ed institutions deliver cloud training as part of their degree programs and curriculum. And we have programs for adult learners. And whether you're coming out of the military, or you're a work returner, um, or you're under employed, we have programs that'll give you an opportunity to learn about the cloud at your pace with hands-on learning that lead to industry-recognized certifications that AWS offers. So you can demonstrate to the employers that you've got the skills. 
Um, I know this is a short interview. I'm known for always going over time. I think I just did. Um, but I just want to make sure that we send this message out and we make sure that people know there are so many people right now that are rethinking who they are and what they do. And I love what you said. I mean, this is the type of position which you can do remotely, right? Not always, but you can. Um, I'd love to know, again, the website. But I also want to know now, what is your personal message? What does Amazon want to say to people? The website to learn more about the programs is about amazon.com forward slash two nine million. And I think I would tell people don't be intimidated by the technology. Get some of the free training and get your hands on it. Kevin, thank you so much. Thank you all over there at Amazon. Thank you. AWS is an Amazon is an Amazon realm. Thank you. We'll see you in a few minutes, everybody. Let's take a short break. This is Dr. Sharon Martin with a meditation brought to you from Maxima Medicine Radio. This is a short meditation I designed to strengthen your energy field. Please do not listen if you're driving. Instead, take the time to access this later when you can relax. There are features of this meditation that are inspired by teachers, especially Drunvalo Melchizedek and Cece Treadway, so the credit belongs to them. You may stop the recording at any spot to allow more time to commune with the awarenesses. So let's start by taking a few nice, deep, relaxed breaths in with your nose, out with your mouth. Let your shoulders drop and your belly soften. Enter a sacred healing space as I will now open sacred space as I call to all the directions, to the allies, to the guides, to all those with the highest good, come join us. Now gently bring your awareness to a place about 10 inches above your head. This is the place of your Wiracocha. That's a Peruvian Quechua word for the big energy ball that sits about 10 inches above your head where your soul and spirit connect. See the waterfall of energy that pours out all around, covering your body, making the egg-shaped energy cocoon around you. See the rainbow tapestry of the field surrounding you, the field that interacts between the outside world and your physical self and set your intention to repair and strengthen this field. And continue to breathe deeply, releasing all tension. Again, in with your nose and out with your mouth. 
Now drop your awareness into your chest behind your heart and find the entrance to the small sacred space of the heart. Allow your inner knowing to direct you there. You energetically have been there many times. Make your way to this sacred chamber and take a seat. You find yourself in the most beautiful place to sit. Sit in this chamber that you already deeply know. And let your eyes soften as you sink deeply onto the chair or the cushion or wherever you are sitting. Continue to breathe in with your nose, out with your mouth, holding no tension. Now with your mind's eye, see the color red, fire engine red, cherry tomato red, red of the most beautiful rose. Feel this red and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with red, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you, repairing and healing your field. And now gently allow the red to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now with your mind's eye, see the color orange, pumpkin orange, the orange of a sunset, the orange of a marigold. Feel this orange and allow it to spread from your heart to all of your physical being, spreading out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with orange, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And now gently allow the orange to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color yellow, yellow of the center of a daisy yellow of the brightest sun, yellow of a goldfinch. Feel this yellow and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with yellow, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And allow the yellow to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color green, green of newly mown grass, green of the tips of budding trees, green of the inside of an avocado. Feel this green and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with green, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, 
from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you, repairing and healing your field. And now gently allow the green to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color blue, blue of the daylight sky, blue of a Caribbean lagoon, the electric blue that dances on the edge of a flame. Feel this blue and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with blue, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you, repairing and healing your field. And gently allow the blue to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color indigo, indigo of blueberries, indigo that's in the circles on peacock feathers, indigo of eggplants. Feel this indigo. Allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with indigo, touching all parts of you from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And gently allowing the indigo to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color violet Violet of an amethyst, violet of a lilac bush, violet of a saintly aura. Feel this violet and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with violet, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside all parts of you, repairing and healing your field. And allow the violet to gently recede back to your heart and breathe. Now bring your awareness gently back, coming back to the sacred space of your heart and sit down in this beautiful sacred space and breathe in with your nose out with your mouth no tension take a minute to feel the colors integrating into your field repairing and strengthening heightening your power your rainbow tapestry is restored and rejuvenated you are shimmering now gently return your awareness coming back to this time and this place. We close sacred space as we release the directions 
and the allies and the guides. As always, we offer gratitude for their presence and their assistance. And be gentle as you re-enter your day and restart your tasks. You are a magnificent being of light. Be well. Be well.